There's a school district in Long Island, New York, that's cracking down on ketchup. They have a new policy, and under this policy, ketchup and other condiments will be limited to one or two packets per student per meal. The idea is to promote healthy eating, but some parents are furious about this. One mother called it un-American. I mean, I like it, too. Ketchup is not a civil right. It's, it's a condom. They're going to limit the amount of ketchup you can have. I'd like to see the uh, who's reading at grade level in that district. You yeah, know? Yeah, no. Who can Good do one. math? Good one. You know, there's a, there's a tendency among human beings that we, we take refuge in, in solving dumb stuff if we can't solve the important stuff. We make a big show out of how much ketchup the little kids are eating. And that distracts everybody from, you know, the fact that they're not reading. I had to. That's it. You know what the you know what the cure is though? A government monopoly on education protected by powerful unions. That's the way you get innovation. I had parent teacher conference yesterday. Met with uh, Sam's teacher. Go over how he's doing so uh, far and everything like that. And same thing every teacher has told me. It's such a pleasure to have him in the class. He's so obedient, blah, 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 sets a, sets a tone for everybody else, blah, 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 which is not surprising to me at all. But, and, and, and I say this if you think I'm taking any credit for this, I say, I always say to the teacher, it's nothing I did. You want me to bring his little brother in? <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> it's just, just the, it's the way he came out. He's just a nice kid who right. follows the rules. My parents used to go to conferences and hear... Mr. and Mrs. Getty, it's just a question of what prison. (laughs) How far you'll have to go to visit the boy. If I had one kid, if my wife and I had one kid, we would be doing TED Talks, writing books about our obviously superior parenting skills. Right. That leads you to have such a fine citizen. Yep. Is my oldest boy. Mm -hmm. But having had two kids, I realized I didn't have much to do with it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, my as as longtime listeners of the show know, uh, my my eldest is an absolute angel. She's one of the finest human beings on earth, uh, and I adore her. Um, but uh, and she would chuckle if she heard this. We had our crazy one first, so we got a little humble right off the bat. Well, and the opposite would be true, I guess. You you could think, man, I would just, I'm just terrible at this. I've done something horribly wrong. Right. And quite possibly did not. Right. And I will also tell you this, uh, mostly mostly for the parents out here who uh, can either relate or are dealing with it now, um, it, it's the really, really challenging kids that you are going to make the mistakes on that you could kick yourself for the rest of your life. But, you know, if you got back in a time machine, and, you know, this is partly for me, too, because I struggle with this. If you got in a time machine and went back to the days and the weeks where you were trying to solve some of these mysteries, you would say to yourself, oh, that's right. It was utterly confusing, and we didn't know what to do. So, anyway, forgive yourself. Well, we're going to uh, one of the best doctors in the entire world for my, uh, for my youngest here in a couple of weeks, and we're really looking forward to it. See what his theory is. Yeah. And uh, we'll see where we get on that. But, um, Boy, is this a change in mood. I was just talking about parent-teacher conferences, which I enjoy. I asked myself. No, I said, no, I this... meant what would you're about to do, because oh. it's hilarious. Well, yeah, it's weird. So uh, I'm trying to remember, what conservative commentator did I see? I'm picturing somebody on Fox, somebody I really like, who was troubled by Whitaker being named as the acting attorney general over his history with patents. Patents. That whole thing. 
Yeah, well, he was in a business that that was was involved in some fraudulent patents. World Patent Marketing was the name of the company. Boy, we should have patented all this great Armstrong and Getty gear that's available for sale right now for the holidays at armstrongandgetty.com. T-shirts, hoodies, all of it looks really good, too. Back to you. But so Whitaker was involved in this company that was involved in getting uh, uh, patents for things that uh, are pretty questionable. And um, uh, and I wish I could come up with the name. One of my favorite conservative uh, thinkers, writers, talkers was was really troubled by that person being the then being the attorney general. Yeah. Not talking about the other stuff, the stuff he said on cable news about the oh, Mueller please. probe or whatever. Well, the Constitution says blah, 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 the Senate, blah, blah, blah. All that's made up. But uh, one such patent that he was trying to get for this company that he uh, he was involved with, World Patent Marketing, was toilet bowls that had a deeper bowl for men whose genitalia would dip in the water on regular sized Earth. bowls. Hmm. A problem I have not had. <laughs> I was I was going to ask that nobody say whether they dealt with that or not. Let's just leave that out of it. It's called the masculine toilet. Or the MT. <laughs> but um, he was at one time involved in that. His company was involved in that. One does occasionally run into an undersized uh, uh, piece of equipment. Well, congratulations. <laughs> there are, are different sizes. Perhaps you should have a website or something. Have you, have you ever replaced a toilet? There are all sorts of options and shapes. Some of them are, are, are small. We're country folk, so we just got to shit out back. From the official WPM press release of the masculine toilet, the narrow curvature at the front of the toilet creates limited space for male genitalia. Yes. When a man sits on the toilet seat, this limited space can cause contact from male genitalia uh, with portions. I, and that's icky. I, I have had that problem, and that's pretty gross. It's icky. It's pretty gross. So, okay, so maybe it's a legitimate uh, idea then. Right. Huh? Right. There you go. All right. All right. So why are we beating this man up? I don't. I'm st- I stand down. Well, th- but there was funkiness, I know. The company had some yeah, uh, oh, yeah, issues. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah. really looked that far into that. Because he's an interim guy. Right. And he's really big, and I'm afraid he'll hurt me. <laughs> he can outlift you. So uh, we're, we're uh, hoping to get a reporter on about the Florida recount. A couple interesting things happened today. It is all over but the shouting. Um, the socialist guy is not going to be the governor of uh, Florida that is going the direction it went on election night. Oh, Ron DeSantis got in, the big chair. In in which uh, Gillum um, conceded. It turns out he's going to have to concede again, it looks like. Okay. So that came out the way they recounted and the lead actually grew. Similar thing happened with the Senate race between Nelson and Scott in which they counted by machine and the lead for Scott actually grew. But because it's within various margins, now they're going to go to a manual recount. Right. So he won. They did a machine recount. He won by even more. Now they're going to count a third time. Oh, boy. Which some people see as Democrats just going to continue to come up with a way to count until they get the result they want. Right. You can look at it that way. It does seem that that is the way the law is written, though, if you're within this amount. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, right, yeah, and it's yeah, it's pretty clear, and it's probably a good thing they have a mathematical standard down there. Uh, but a couple of points. Number one, here's your uh, electoral politics uh, 360. Uh, we'll be handing out the syllabus, and if you haven't bought the uh, textbook yet, go to the school bookstore. If you can create a narrative that the person who got elected is illegitimate, you can get your base uh, whipped up for the next election. 
And so all this counting stuff and recounting stuff, in a lot of cases, they know how it's going to end, but they keep shouting that this has been stolen. Stolen. Oh, yeah. It's particularly, narrative. particularly Georgia. That governor's race, which all, excuse me, all kinds of people are claiming it was stolen, and there's no evidence of, of anything at all. Right. Right. You know, you can argue about uh, what signatures to accept and that sort of policy. That's actually an interesting story because signatures aren't nearly what they were in terms of good, solid ID 25, 30 years ago. I find that to be an interesting topic. But anyway, uh, moving on from that. So point number one is they're uh, contesting the legitimacy because it it works for them politically. Uh, point number two is what's the matter with you, South Florida? What seriously? How can you not know how to count votes at this late date? Is it the humidity? Is it the heat? Is it that it's so pretty? You just spend all your time parasailing and and drinking, you know, cocktails with the umbrellas in them. Especially when you've been under the microscope on that particular topic for right. now almost twenty years, right? And perhaps the person you have in charge gets uh, busted for screwing it up or cheating over and over again. You'd think you'd you know say, hey, look. I realize we're about uh, you know topless beaches and 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 parasailing and and sunburn and the rest of it, but let's have a little self respect and turn this around. You'd think that would happen. And alligators and bath salts. There's there's, there's lots to enjoy in Florida. Disposing of the unfortunate in the Everglades, that sort of thing. Oh wow, that'd be handy. Can you just do that in Florida? Just throw your garbage out alongside the road and count on the alligators to eat it. I don't know. I don't think that's a thing there. Hmm. You know, it is, though, the giant pythons that morons have turned loose because they didn't want them as a pet anymore, and they grow to 25 feet in the Everglades. That's something. A ju- One of the breaking news stories of the day, a judge has ruled that the White House has to give the A.H., as I referred to him, a, <laughs> Jim Acosta, Jim Acosta, his press pass back, which is shocking to me. I need to hear more reasoning from this judge on that. Yeah, I want to. I want to hear his ruling because that sh- surprises me. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the of, nation. of the nation. this just because um you, you talk about something that hasn't aged well this is hillary clinton from one of the debates with trump um donald trump the donald, guy from the apprentice donald trump and this this was at the period when certainly she and most of america and all of the press it wasn't even a question that she was going to win So it was just all about how it was going to unfold as she won. And the question was asked, I don't remember if it was in the debate or that day, um, of Donald Trump, will he accept the results? And he said he might not. Oh, my God. Depends. Oh, my God. The world came to a halt when he said he might not accept the results. And Hillary Clinton said this during the debate. You know, every time Donald thinks things are not going in his direction, he claims whatever it is, is rigged against him. That is not the way our democracy works. We've been around for 240 years. We've had free and fair elections. We've accepted the outcomes when we may not have liked them. He is denigrating. He's talking down our democracy. And I, for one, am appalled. 
So that that has not aged that well. <laughs> oh my god! Since it turns out everybody will 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 say the results are rigged if it can benefit them politically. Both sides all the time. Fraud, malfeasance, not counted, counted too many times. Blah 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 blah. That's hilarious. And and her aggrieved, her indignant tone of voice. Right. How how I can't imagine anybody ever saying. Uh, that was clearly after a focus group told her that she wasn't coming off as strong enough. So then on that five minutes, she was being really strong. How dare and... you ever question the result of any vote in the United States of America? <laughs> so... Great, Scott. You know, it was funny. The lesson earlier this morning was, wait, which, which Nancy Pelosi clip is our favorite? Um, about the, you know, about the men and everything. I don't think we, I don't know if we have her actually mentioning misogyny. Okay, so there were something like 17 House Democrats signed a letter saying, we think somebody else would be a better speaker. Well, 14 of them were men. And so Nancy is now claiming it's misogyny. That's among clearly, progressives. They among don't want her caucus. Progressives just don't want a woman in charge. That's a hell of an argument to make. <laughs> right. There was just a record number of them right. elected. Right. And, right. and the, the, the number one name that keeps popping up to replace her is one Marsha Fudge of, I believe, um, of Michigan. Uh, God, so, the idea that there's more than a percentage of people on of any political stripe in the country that would ever not vote for somebody because they're a woman at this point right. is crazy, right. let alone the left wing of the Democratic Party. So that just goes to show how cheap those insults are and how easily they come. You're a misogynist, you're a racist, you're a homophobe, you're a whatever. I mean, how reflexive. That's your, Nancy, that's your caucus. That's hilarious. It's misogyny. What? <laughs> That's great. And and that also Listen. I uh, <laughs> Don't get me started about Nancy Pelosi, but she's brilliant. And she also knows precisely mm. how long those insults hang in the air because sure. there's nothing to them but vapor. It's possible that it w- she was brilliant. I'm not sure she still is brilliant. Oh, I think she gets foggy. At yeah. times. Yeah. Been doing this a long time. All right. Um, so, Jim Acosta update. the This amazing breaking news today. A judge has decided the White House has to give Jim Acosta of CNN back his press pass. If you remember that whole dust-up in which he wasn't there to ask questions as usual. He was there to debate the president. Right. He, he asked several questions, and then Trump said that's enough. He wouldn't give up the microphone. Fended off a young intern who tried to take it from him. So the White House said, we're taking away your press pass. You're, you're not making it possible to hold uh, decent press conferences. Well, the judges ruled they can't do that. I need to hear the reasoning on that. I don't get it. It's not denying any free press. CNN has plenty of access to just send somebody different. They have 50-some White House press credentials. But anyway, I just saw Ben Shapiro, who I really like, uh, tweeted, Boy, the next press conference, whether it's Acosta and Huckabee or Acosta and Trump, is going to be must-see television. Oh, yeah. Just stop calling on him. That's how it should have been handled in the first place. Although, in the White House press room, he will stand up and shout. I wonder, I wonder how it will get handled. Well, the president called on him first on purpose. Right. I mean, he they, wanted... They have a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, yeah, we know yeah. it. He wanted to get into it. Right. But um, I think it will be must-see TV, though. Yeah. Which which they're both loving. Yeah. 
I would like to ask the judge, uh, how crazy would it have to get before the White House, exactly. White House can yank your credentials? And if they can't yank your credentials, I mean, we talk to many, 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 many people every day, and we're honored to do so on the Armstrong and Getty Show. If I show up at the White House and demand a press pass, do they have to give it to me? I still think the way to handle it, if if you're Donald Trump, is to say, look, you're the White House press pool. Is this the way you want the press conferences to be, where he gets to ask eight questions? Right. Or would you like to ask a question? Would you like to ask a question? I mean, it's up to y'all. I mean, if you just want me to talk to him the whole time, we could do that. How do you want to handle it? Yeah. I think that would be a great uh, ploy. I will concede it is revealing that all of the networks are siding with CNN on this. Yeah, yeah, they are. Partly because, and it's pretty clear, and and they will tell you what they think of Jim Acosta off the record. Um, it's in a, not printable in a family newspaper, as they used to say. Uh, but they they have a real interest in keeping access open because if um some like Fox News is supporting CNN. If uh, if Hillary wins in 2020, <laughs> um, uh, they could have serious problems. Obama said Fox News is not a legitimate news outlet. Yeah, I know. I know. So, yeah. well, it's not I, unprecedented to this, have this view of the network that is uh, the least favorable to you. This ruling will not stand. That is my prediction. Yeah. I'd like to. I need to read the ruling though, because if the judge said, "All right, look, it's you guys have to come up with a serious set of standards, so it's even-handed uh, for First Amendment reasons," and this appears to be personal animosity, if if you have a more legitimate reason, spell it out. Hey, the numbers for the midterms officially are in. Turnout was just a tad below fifty percent, forty-nine point something, which makes it the highest midterm turnout since World War One, which is what had been predicted. It is amazing that in a hundred plus years, half of people voting is the record. Yeah, it's something. It's an amazing that the record was set. I mean, people seemed really engaged, and they were. And it's also amazing what the record is. As engaged as people seem to be, though, where it just seems like politics and Trump are everything. They infect our our television shows, our recipes, our books, our sports. Literally, you can't read a recipe in the New York Times without them referencing Trump. You still only get half the people to show up to vote. Yeah. Yeah, Just the way it is. What are you going to do? Some states better than others. Washington State had the highest turnout at 70%. Texas, 46. Half the states had higher than 50% turnout. Um... And uh, the 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 percentage of eligible adults that voted equaled the 96 presidential election. So that was a low turnout. That was the Dole-Clinton affair in which people... Oh, were, eh. I could talk all day about that. Unmotivated Republicans, and that's where you had, you know, content Democrats. Uh, did they say which is the lowest turnout state? Or was that... Uh... It did not, unless it was Texas. I don't know. Maybe huh. kind of implies that maybe Texas was at 46%. Fake um, news. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, score one for CNN. Jim Acosta already doing a victory dance. We've got some. <laughs> what a surprise. We got some good news from the California Fire Lines. And with Christmas coming up, some pretty sage advice for parents looking at buying their child's first cell phone. Now, I'm looking at the ruling here, and the judge says you have to give him his press pass back, but it's okay if you elbow him in the mouth. Mm. So that's a controversial ruling. Mm. Does he get to continue to fight 21 year old girls? Huh? Tough guy? They got to get that new attorney general in there. Oh, boy. So, 
judge ruled that Acosta was denied his Fifth Amendment right, not his First Amendment right, his right to due process. But do you have to give due process for, we want you to put a different CNN reporter in here. We don't like that one. Is that yeah. a due process thing? Yeah, oh, boy. I don't know how it works. Now, I'd like to hear really smart people argue over it, but it doesn't seem clear-cut at all to me. Let's get to the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, a federal judge is ordering the White House to temporarily restore CNN reporter Jim Acosta's media credentials, at least for now. In a limited ruling, the federal judge, Timothy Kelly, said broader constitutional issues may be deliberated at a later date. Outside the D.C. courtroom, Acosta thanked other media organizations that filed briefs in support of CNN. We're extremely pleased with the ruling today. This is a great day for the First Amendment in journalism. We're very excited to have Mr. Acosta be able to go back and get his hard pass and report the news about the White House. It's a great that, day for acting like a jackass. Is that what he was doing? So it's just it's just such a win for each side. For, for, the, for the Trump-hating crowd, they feel like, yes, Jim Acosta's sticking it to him. And for and for for everybody else, it's the guy's clearly a grandstander. He gives speeches more than he asks questions, and he takes over press conferences and yeah. renders it impossible for the rest of the people to participate. That's not illumin. That's not more illuminating than if everybody asked their questions. Speaking of complex legal judgments, I found myself in a doctor's office waiting room yesterday for quite an extended period, and uh, uh, watched a little Judge Judy for the first time in a very. <laughs> up, 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 up. Very, very long time. Good way uh, to no spend attitude. Them. No attitude. The only attitude in here is mine. She said, "I like that. I, li- I like that one." And it, so, it, in the waiting room, they got Judge Judy on. Yeah, and it was. Uh, I could. I, w- I was enjoying it. I, at first, I was like, "Oh, for God's sake!" But then I moved from like I could hear it not very well to where I could hear it better. And was watching it, and I was simultaneously enjoying it, and I could feel my intelligence being sucked out of me. Oh, jeez. I could actually feel it making me dumber. It drives, it's so funny to me that they're, they're these heated, intense, like, oh, no, you're a bad person. And then at the end, oh, and we rule in favor of so-and-so for $87. <laughs> what? Right. Right. All this was about $87. What? $87. <laughs> Uh, a sidebar on the uh, on the uh, ruling, uh, the Acosta ruling this morning. President Trump nominated the judge, Judge Kelly, to the U.S. District Court in 2017. So it was a Trump appointee that ruled against the administration in this case. <laughs> Forecasters predicting rain early next week for the Northern California area, where that deadly campfire decimated a town and continues to burn. The wet weather could help the firefighters extinguish the uh, blaze earlier than expected, but the rain could also complicate the efforts of dozens of teams who are sifting through ash and debris looking for human remains. And this is more a concern in SoCal than NorCal, but uh, there's concern about mudslides, too, if the rain is too heavy. Because all the vegetation is gone. Indeed. So, you know, God help us. All right, now switching gears, taking a look at economics. Now would be a good time for Positive Sean's one-word market report. The market is fertile. Oh! Fertile. Good drinking. Oh, my. There's a stock I had my eye on for quite some time. Hit a 52-week low. I made a move. (laughs) Awesome. It's gotten in big. Bada bing, bada boom. (laughs) I've seen your blog with the chart and where you hope to be in 10 years. Oh, yeah. Very impressive. (laughs) His projections. (laughs) Yeah. Currently, not wealthy. Then, very wealthy. And even wealthier. All right, parents who worry about their children constantly being on their phones, but who still want to be able to communicate with them. Yes, please. Might want to give their kids 
a flip phone instead of a smartphone for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, there will be a little uh, yelling. You'll think Jim Acosta is in your living room when that happens. But the, well, the, the, hey, steady as she goes. You're not your kid's friend. You're their parent. I've Indeed. seen the percentages on this. This is clearly the direction it's going for yeah. uh, for the whole phone thing. Yeah, good We're, we're going to get this figured out, but it's slow yeah. <laughs> as we figure this out. Good Morning America laid out reasons for going with a flip phone, also called a feature phone, since they don't all flip. I wanted to clarify that. <laughs> anyway, for a child's first phone, the, the, the new flip phones are really, really durable. They also are great for making phone calls, and simple messages can be sent very easily. Your child won't get sucked into the vortex of games, social media, and group chat apps. Oh, God, the last thing I want is a, is a 12-year-old boy walking around with the internet in his pocket. That just sounds terrible. Right? Yeah, if you've never heard us do an extended discussion of the skyrocketing suicide rates among America's young girls, I don't know, maybe find it on the podcast or we'll do it again someday because right. it's so important, but I love this idea, particularly for tweens, adolescents. Right. Love, love, love this idea. Makes a lot of sense. And they're cheap. Many of them start at uh, 25 bucks. The phone plans can be as little as uh, $15 a month for talk and texting. I think within a couple of years, maybe even faster, if, you're, if your kid, even a high schooler, has a smartphone, you'll be seen as a bad parent. I think that's the even direction in high it's school. going. Interesting. I, that's what all the tech people are saying. Your New York yeah. Times crowd, that's, they're, they're already there. Your people who have developed these technologies are all agreed with you. So right. I think that's powerful. And, and listen, parents, it, it could be hard because your kids really want the smartphone. Sure, of course, especially if you've already got one. Anybody who's ever held a kid still while the doctor stitches up their head right. or, or whatever knows some parenting involves... Doing something your kid is resisting for their own good and uh, stick to your guns. And they're saying last but certainly not least, you'll see less texting of pictures because the screens are smaller, the cameras are lower resolution, so texting pictures becomes a lot less appealing. It reminds me of making your smartphone black and white. It just makes it less fun. Yeah, it's interesting. I remember back when I first had a camera on my phone, but I almost never took a picture. I mean, they're so small and crappy looking. It's not like you were taking right, pictures right. and sending them to people. What right. is that, a sunset, an elephant, a walnut? <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> a walnut. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Oh, Squawky. Squawky. What will the future bring this great country? <laughs> Squawky, our, our bald eagle. We keep chained in the control room to symbolize freedom. Absolutely. Day night when you what is your state Googling about Thanksgiving this year? We can go through that fun list. If you, if you don't want. get to that, I'm going to throw gravy in your face. That'd be all right with me. <laughs> I'd be doing you a favor. That'd be awesome. <laughs> God dang it. That's on my bucket list. I want to be in a, a like kiddie pool full of gravy. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have goals. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm going to start with this text. Just it's a, it's a little heavy, but it came up and. Um, I don't remember what context. 
parent-teacher conference, I guess. Anyway, <clears throat> so I got this text. Jack is a mom of two boys, one who is challenging and one who is not. I love to hear your stories. My kids are a little older now, so life is different when they were little, but I relate to you so much. There's something that makes me feel better to know there are others who feel my pain. And I found that friends of mine who didn't have a challenging child were the most judgmental. They don't understand. Oh, yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. But, oh, yeah. See, I don't, I don't understand about this what's best for society or what's best for individuals. But in general, it seems to me, there's a feeling that, you know, you're whining or complaining when you talk about this stuff. But every single time I end up in a conversation with somebody else who has, says they've got the similar thing, it makes my life so much better. Right. Um. And it, like like a guy I've known for years, I talked to the other day, and he's he's got a similar situation, and he said, oh, it's grinded my wife and I down to a nub. Oh. It's been the best thing I've heard on this topic since I started dealing with it, wow. was to have this guy say, it's grinding us down to a nub, because right. I thought, that's exactly what's happening to us. We're getting ground down to a nub. Oh. It's killing us. We're barely holding on every day. And to hear somebody else say that made me feel better. Right. It, it's not better that we kept it a secret and we're soldiering on and pretending it's not happening. It was better that we discussed it. Right. So, I don't know. Particularly somebody who can understand. Right. Which is why, whether it's PTSD or what you're dealing with or whatever, yeah. getting together with people who understand is incredibly important. Yeah, it's interesting. I have a, a God-fearing Christian friend of mine who said uh, a while back when I was talking to him about this, he said, problems shared dissipate, problems kept secret grow. Huh. And uh, that that has been my experience. Interesting. On the other hand, nobody wants to work with somebody who whines all the time about all their personal problems. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you find the balance in there. As in all things, balance. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there needs to be like a. Uh, we all wear we all wear a ribbon. I've got health problems. I've got kid problems. I've got marital problems. What's the bad attitude ribbon? And you don't have to engage those people. You don't have to hear about it if right. you got none of those and you don't want to hear the problem. But if you've got the similar problem, oh, hey, I see you're a lavender. Um, you're having right. marital problems. Right. We should yeah. talk because I'm having them too. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. Well, generally, you meet those people down at the bar, <laughs> hunched over a drink. Speaking of which, with the smoky... You think your wife's a bleep. I was just thinking about all the news reports of the smoky air and everything like that, and it is Mm -hmm. smoky various places, and people are dealing with it, and it's in the news. Just looked at a NASA photograph. It's amazing. What I would like to know, though, what was the the number, the particles per whatever in all the bars I was in from age 18 (laughs) to, like, 35? Right. Before they outlawed smoking. Right. It was worse than this. Right. (laughs) And I was willingly there. Or London, 1846. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good one. When everything was, was wood fires. I've heard it was, you know, I've read it was uh, suffocating. San Francisco has the worst air of any city in the world today, which yeah. is a pretty amazing news story. Wow. Um, here's what your state is Googling about Thanksgiving Beijing, this year. They're snapping their air masks in glee. <laughs> they're China! China! masks. Uh, only one state's main, uh, how, did, how did they do this? Because their states are listed multiple times. I guess it's, I guess if it's just in your top few google searches sure each state right like, thanksgiving related is our topic when is thanksgiving googled by arizona california florida florida doesn't know when thanksgiving is please idaho nevada about but there's about uh, the, 10 states it's gotta be like on a saturday eventually right <laughs> <laughs> well there are a lot of thursdays in november it's tough to keep track of them all isn't it on your phone only colorado googled turkey bowling Yes. Only Alaska. Oh, we've turkey bowled. It was ages ago. Yeah, we have. frozen. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, yeah. You bowl frozen turkeys? Hard to imagine why, but Weren't you do. TV or something for that? Something. Seems yeah. like a 
sounds like the sort of crazy, crazy hijinks we used to get into. I'm glad we've grown beyond that. Um, Alaska, the only state that Googled pumpkin pie. Googled pumpkin pie? Yeah. Like what is or how to make it or what's a pumpkin? There are 10 states that one of the top Google searches this week is what is Thanksgiving? Interesting. It is kind of interesting. Oh, District of Columbia and Oregon. Oh, boy. Only two states that Googled vegetarian Thanksgiving. No boo. Gotta go. I get to your house. Go ahead. (laughs) You can have the first shot. (laughs) I get to your house and you tell me you're doing a vegetarian Thanksgiving. I will politely say I'm leaving now. (laughs) Tofurky on the table. Joe out the door. (laughs) I am thankful for my ability to get the F out of here. Oh, 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 easy now. (laughs) Marshall. uh, I'm thankful the Indian casino down the street is doing a buffet. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Marshall went to a tofu Thanksgiving once, didn't he? With some friends who were old hippies. I'd say what Sean said, and then I'd tip over the table as I left. (laughs) I uh, admitted earlier in the show that my wife has become a part of a worldwide meme, apparently, as my college daughter, 19 years old, texted, Mom, how long should I microwave a 15-pound turkey? And my wife replied with 100% seriousness, which I guess is now a mischievous young kid meme around the world. Go ahead and post your parents' response here. That's pretty funny. It, it, it's, 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 it's out of line completely. I won't have it. Children mocking their parents? Their parents' loving and sincere efforts to help them. And in many cases, providing the lifestyle they currently enjoy. And in some cases, uh, people's 19-year-old daughters taking it a step further and saying, maybe I should remove all the bones, Mom. Would that help? <laughs> <laughs> um, and Mom answering. Oh, boy. Only New York is Googling Macy's Parade. Parade was a little better last year. It was great when I was when I was a kid. It was awesome to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. <clears throat> then they completely ruined it for a long time with all promos for upcoming TV shows. Right. There was nothing for a kid to see on the Macy's Thanksgiving Parade. Hey, here's the star of our new sitcom, Johnny's Home. Johnny, what's the show going to be about? And there's no floats, no f- giant floating... Uh, Right. Snoopy, nothing. No bands, no nothing. Wow, really that it was, bad? It's gone a little back the other direction where there is some parade, some enjoyment. If you start it late and fast forward through the crap, it, it's kind of enjoyable. My kids liked it last night. I year. think I was eight when I realized I hated parade commentary, <laughs> and it was stupid. I feel like Al Roker's always on the scene. Float technology has kind <laughs> of plateaued said. over several decades. It is the same. Yeah. It's been the same since like the 50s, from what I can tell. Well, and it is amazing, but it's plateaued. If occasionally a balloon got loose and, and hoisted people up into the air to their plunging <laughs> oh, oh, oh. watch easy. It'd be horrifying, but it I don't drones can't make a cooler float somewhere or bl- I don't know. I feel like there's there there should have been some sort of advancement in, in parading. You know, I hate to be a killjoy, but I think nine eleven uh, brought down some more adventurous uh, you know, technologies and and uh, cause tighter security and that sort of thing. Well, you are a killjoy. Well, I'm, 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 uh, my hallmark is uh, accuracy. Only South Bringing Dakota. Facts to the discussion. Good, wholesome stock South Dakota, right, Hanson? Only South Dakota Googled things to be thankful for. Oh. What, do you have to Google that? Wait a minute. Yeah, no Wait kidding. Wait a minute. Oh, only unimaginative South Dakotans had to Google things to be thankful for. I, S- I can S- come up with my own list. Actually. Says here, health. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> 
Wait, I, w- I will not be party to bad-mouthing South Dakotans, but that is an odd thing to Google. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> oh, health. It's a good point. <laughs> we do that at the table uh, every year, but it's always entertaining with the kids. Oh, being with our loved ones. That's another good one, everybody. Right? Huh? Am I right huh? with that? Right. We like, that's all right. We like being together, don't we? Don't we? That's what the Google says. <laughs> That's funny. My son made a thing in school, a thing he's thankful for. It was a turkey. And each each uh, feather, you had to write something you were thankful for. Oh, that's nice. And one of his was that we don't live in the fire. which was Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah amen on, to that. On his radar, apparently. Right, right. One of them was, I have a cool skateboard. So nice. they varied in, you know, the seriousness. Does he, uh, does he ever take it off any sweet jumps? <laughs> he does, actually. Nice. He actually does. Uh, Connecticut and Vermont Googled stuffing. They don't know how to make it, apparently. Friendsgiving Googled by the people of Illinois. You're from Illinois. What's Friendsgiving? Uh, I don't know. Uh, usually college kids out of town from the family all get together oh, and right. have Thanksgiving oh. with your friends. Yeah, that's been, what my big kids are going to do. Those have been some of my best Thanksgivings of my life. Yes. So good. Yes. Can be fun. Usually some drinking involved. Yeah, I remember one uh, you were at and I was at a number of years back. It can happen. It can happen. Uh, when I say I remember it, I kind of remember it. <laughs> it can happen. It did happen. You know, you're thirsty, all that salty food. <laughs> Wine really takes the edge off. Yikes. What are you going to do? Long, boring football game, one team's way ahead. What are you supposed to do? You have a couple of beers. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.